This is the second mix podcast where we reflect, revise, and remix our lives. I am Matthew Bennett, and welcome to the Cycle of Complexity series that began in episode 10. I have been examining the attributes and skills it takes to get through the tough things in our lives and come out a winner. I broke these down into the following categories, ethos, intention, efficacy, agency, adversity, and elevation. Your ethos is your compass in your steering wheel, your character, and your operating manual. It defines who you are. Mindset is the major part of your ethos, and I covered that on Monday. One of the things that greatly influences your mindset is the topic of the day, your input. Zig Ziglar said that your input determines your outlook, your outlook determines your output, and your output determines your future. Two years ago at about this time, I was constantly fighting a losing battle with negativity. I heard all of that think positive stuff before and I tried it, but I just thought this stuff doesn't work for me. And that didn't change until I realized I couldn't watch the negative shows that I'd been watching. I couldn't read all the negative things I was reading. I couldn't be addicted to the podcasts and the news that were constantly spewing out information that was making me feel mad, depressed, and helpless. I couldn't be constantly taking in all of that information and then try to have a positive outlook. For me, in order for things to change, there had to be a sacrifice. And hiking in the woods one fateful day, instead of listening to the things that would have made me depressed or mad, I listened to a Zig Ziglar seminar. And I did it the next day, and the next and the next, and something started happening to me that I hadn't experienced. I now had hope for the future. Hope for my relationships, hope for my life. I knew in just a couple of days that I had been swimming in a swamp of negativity all my life, and now I could climb out, get cleaned up, and get on with my real life. I had years of negativity under my belt, and I thought there was, I just thought there was something wrong with me. I tried to go to sleep at night. And just as I was fading off, I'd imagine something horrible happening to my wife or my kids or myself. I'd wake up shaking, having a physical reaction to the fear, a panic attack. I thought this is what my life was going to be like. I had reasons for all of my negative input. Good reasons. I was a writer. I had some sci-fi and horror stories published in a few books. And I wanted to hone my craft, get better, write a best-selling horror novel. In order to do that, I had to read novel after novel of the best horror and sci-fi writers out there, constantly filling my head with terrible scenarios well thought out by amazing writers, a constant barrage of hopeless situations. I was trying to read 100 books a year back then, so I was really filling my head with it. I also listened to podcasts, and each one made me angrier than the last. My head would be swimming pretty constantly with my own solid arguments about why the other side was wrong, why the other side was destroying our country. And to top that off, I binge-watched horror shows and other shows that filled my head with murder, crime, betrayal, and all other manner of atrocities that the writers could think of to keep my interest. And this was two or three hours a night, just pouring it in. Just a couple of days of listening to these Zig Ziglar seminars, hearing the phrase that my input is what determines my outlook, I examined this and began to believe it. I made the decision to put an end to it 
So there was no more binge watching, no more horror books, no more political podcasts. I chose from then on only to fill my mind with powerful, pure, and hopeful material. Before I read anything, before I watch anything, I ask myself, is this going to make me better? It was really informative and all the proof that I needed that after I made this decision, I began falling asleep and staying asleep. I would sleep like a baby. Within just a few days, I had positive thoughts floating around in my head instead of all the junk that used to be in there. I would also wake up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and realize that my thoughts were positive. In the middle of the night, I woke up and there was such a difference and I didn't even know it. I would wake up thinking all these negative things and all these bad things when I'd wake up in the middle of the night. And now I just, I'm either hearing the voice of Jim Rohn or Brian Tracy or Zig Ziglar or John Maxwell, any of these people that I've been listening to, I'm, I'm hearing that stuff and those thoughts and positive thoughts and ideas for what I could do the next day to make myself better. That's what I was waking up with. No more panic attacks, no more anger at things I couldn't do anything about. I finally had hope and that was a beautiful thing. So this step does require some sacrifice, especially since we really do enjoy our shows, our our books, our news. I went cold turkey. You don't have to, but think of it like pizza. We could eat pizza for three meals a day, every day, but how healthy would we end up if we did eat it that much? It's the same way with your input. Your mind is so powerful and so precious. Don't run it through the mud too often, or it's just not going to work right. Garbage in, garbage out. It works in our minds the same way as it works in a computer. We have relatively few categories of input, but here are the most important. Number one, the people that you are around, your influences. And remember, if you are binge-watching shows, you are around those people as well. Before you get rich in opportunity and hope, you have to get rich in people. Show me who you're running with, and I'll show you where you're running to. The solution to this is to surround yourself strategically with people who are successful, positive, intelligent, people who support what you're doing. Cut toxic, unsupportive people out of your life. You've probably heard this a lot, and it's not an easy thing to do. But here is what's easy. Limit your interaction time with the people you think may be bringing you down. Some people you can hang around with for days, but not weeks. Some people you can hang around with for hours, but not days. Some people you can hang around with for minutes, but not hours. Find the limits and stick to those. And thank you, Jim Rohn, for that idea. Number two is the media you consume. The books, the movies, the shows, the news, social media. What information are you pouring in? What ideas are you pouring in? Danger, fear, the negative stuff is what catches our attention. Our brains are actually wired that way. We are manipulated daily by all sorts of media spewing out bad news. And in 2021, it's happening more than ever. And we are at the beginning, just the beginning of an upward trend. The solution to this problem is to read high quality nonfiction books as often as possible. Take notes, implement all the ideas, the life-changing potential contained in a good $12 paperback is mind blowing. The answer to any problem can be found in some book. 
People spend years learning the wisdom that you can gain in just a few hours of reading. Leverage their experience. Look for good, positive shows, documentaries, things that are going to teach you something about how incredible the world really is. Dedicate yourself to learning, and you don't have to cut out the negative stuff entirely. Just just like with your network of people, know your limits and stick to them. At what point does it begin to influence your mind? Stop it before it gets there. You can also find podcasts to replace your news. If you have to listen to the news or read it, find some stream that gives you the details of who, what, when, where, and why, and then move on to the next story. Skip the editorializing. It's hard work to find a news article that doesn't have editorializing. Any article is going to have a slant, and that's okay. That's just life. But skip the rampant opinion-giving from writers who get a reward for getting a rise out of you. Listen to positive and educational podcasts, like this one, that are going to make you better, stronger, wiser, and more skillful at your job, your life, your hobbies, and whatever it is you want to do. Number three is the hardest to work on of all. Sometimes we have old input still running around in our minds, ideas that we have that we have no good reason to believe, but we believe them anyways. Here's some examples of this old input or negative scripts. I'm a bad parent, husband, or wife. I'm always late for work. I've never been good with numbers. Any skill that you want can be learned. Nobody is better than you. Nobody is smarter than you. If they can do it, you can do it. If they can read a book, you can read a book. I had the negative script most of my life. I am a night person. Sometime in my teens, I fell into that. It was reinforced by friends and family most of my life. They'd say, Matt, you are just a night person, as if it was some kind of an excuse. A couple years ago, I had to start waking up pretty early, and I was always grumpy. This was another negative script tied to the first. I'm grumpy early in the morning because I'm a night person. I'm not a morning person. But I fell into this personal development stuff, and I changed that in about one day. I said, you know what? I'm going to be a morning person. I never really was a night person. That's just what I told myself. And I paid the penalty for years, being grumpy, being late, all the stuff that comes with that particular lie. And one day I said, I love morning and I want to have productive days. So I'm going to go to bed early enough that I get a lot of good sleep and wake up energized and refreshed. I don't think there's a person alive who should have had a harder time converting to this than myself. And I did it in one day with one thought. In his book, The Inside Out Revolution, Michael Neal says, you are only one thought away from a completely new life. So here's the solution. As soon as you catch yourself running a negative script, rewrite it for what you want it to be recognize negative scripts for what they really are. Excuses to absolve you of the responsibility to change your life. Instead of learning to be a better parent, you just say, I'm a bad parent. Instead of making a real effort to get there in time, you just say, I'm always late. Instead of working to get better with numbers, you just say, I'm bad with numbers. These are just excuses to avoid the work. And remember, I'm talking to myself more than I'm talking to you. I discover new negative scripts weekly that I have to take care of. Rewrite the script. Here's how you do it. I'm a great parent or spouse, and I'm learning how to get even better. 
I'm always on time and I take pride in that. I'm getting better with numbers every day. Consider the scripts that need to change in your life and consider all the input that's creating even more negative scripts for you. What do you need to change? Fill your mind and your life with pure, hopeful, and positive people and ideas, and life will begin to look like opportunity. Thanks for listening today. These are the means that I use to get through the cycles of complexity. They started out as a way to categorize personal development information and became a concise paradigm of how to get through smaller and larger projects and problems and a machine to elevate my whole life each time I do. If you go to the blog at secondmix.net, you'll be able to grab the transcript if you want to look these over again and extract everything that's useful to you. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to email me at matt at secondmix.net. I really would love to hear from you. Please give me five stars whenever and wherever you can and subscribe to get the most up-to-date episodes. If you know anyone who might find this information useful or helpful, please join me in my mission and tell them about this show. I'll be here every Monday and Thursday until Bitcoin hits a million dollars. Have an incredible weekend. Execute the steps that it's going to take to make it incredible. I'll be back on Monday. Until then, keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I will see you very soon.